Good evening, and welcome to the Week 11 Reaction Show for the Sunflower Spreads podcast. Here are your hosts, Garrett Chad and Garrett Winkler. Why are you talking like that, man? <laughs> I don't know. All right. I like it. You mixed anyway. me up a little bit. I wasn't expecting that I, I, at all. Hey, sometimes you got to throw a little, uh, a little, little, little curveball in there. Well, if you start off German, it understands since the NFL just played a German game. Mm, this is true. But, you know, I don't, I don't speak German. Do you speak German? No. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Guten so. Tag. How are you doing tonight, Chad? I'm all right. You seem kind of tired tonight. What's going on? I'm a little sleepy. I haven't slept well the past couple of days. Why well, haven't you slept well? I don't know. I, I've gotten in bed, and I have just kind of laid there. Do you not have a Tempur-Pedic Matrix? I don't think I do. <laughs> matrix, not mattress. Uh, matrix? <laughs> matrix. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing good, in case you were wondering. I was going to uh, ask. I had a, a rough work day, but that's okay. I wow. ordered Lamar's Donuts, okay? Uh-huh. Non-sponsor, that's why I'm throwing them out there. But uh, they shorted me 12 donuts today, this morning. I ordered 36 donuts for my coworkers, and they only gave us 24. So, it's okay. I still like Lamar's. I'll give them a second chance next week. Yeah. So well, well, you know, can... I suffered a similar unfortunate occurrence not so long ago i bet it was a prestigious restaurant it right? was a prestigious restaurant okay i went to the local taco bell non-spawn that'd be cool though <laughs> we had a taco bell sponsorship uh and i got a crunchwrap supreme with no tomatoes and a baja blast but guess what i was missing when i pulled up to the I, studio. I know the answer. Do you want me to say it? Yes. A Baja Blast. I, I did drive off without my Baja Blast. He handed mm. me the food. Did you get Dr. Pepper at least? No, but I got a Diet Mountain Dew from you. Okay. So who covered the Diet Mountain Dew? You did. Good old Winkler's Bar and Grill? Yeah. All right. That's what I like to hear. All we right. Only, we only sold, served pulled pork, Diet Mountain Dew, Diet Dr. Pepper. And beans. And beer. <laughs> and beans. And beer. Yes. So there we go. All right. You ready to get this podcast started? Yes. All right. Let's go into it. All right, Chad. We'll go ahead and move into records. Uh, do you know what you went last week? Oh, man. It was like, I think I have written down here six and nine or five and nine, something like that. You went or? six and nine. I also went six and nine, but you hit your money line play. Congratulations, Woo! Chad. I did not. I'll take a shot when we get to that game. We will be covering it just like we covered all the other games. Thank you, Aztecs. Brings our records. Um, we both went six and nine, like we said. Brings our my record to forty four and thirty nine uh, for the year. I'm two and three on money line plays. Chad, you are thirty seven and forty six. Gotta turn game around soon. You're running. Out. You only got two weeks left. You only got two weeks I gotta left. Hit some big picks. You gotta hit some big picks. Um, you are also two and three on money line plays. So, good job, Chad. Let's go. On the Two money in a row. Line. Home dogs keep doing me well. Should, uh, should we do like some sort of trophy or, or uh, award for whoever finishes first or no? I don't know what it would be, but yeah, sure. Okay, we'll think of something. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm that. Like, <laughs> loser has to loser has to wax their leg. That or, sounds horrible. <laughs> um, um, loser has to get a tattoo. Of the winner of the Sunflower Showdown. Sounds, <laughs> <laughs> sounds terrible. Um, I don't know. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. But uh, we'll go ahead and move into the games of the past week. We're going to go in the same order we announced them last week. So we'll start off with LSU 
defeating Arkansas 13-10. The spread was 3.5, so neither of us got this. We were both on LSU minus 3.5. Unfortunate turn of events that we did not get it. Um, what do you have to say about this game, Chad? I got some thoughts on this game. I have a question to pose. LSU good? Question mark? Or Bama? Not so good. I think LSU's a scrappy team. Um, they have a good resume. I mean, they lost by Florida State by one point. Other than that, they would only have the one loss to Tennessee. So the one point against Florida State was kind of a toss-up. It was the opening game of the year, Brian Kelly's first game at LSU. You know what I mean? So, like, you take that away, LSU's only got one loss, and it's to Tennessee. So, I mean, they got clobbered by Tennessee, but, you know. I, I think they're an like they're a good team. They're definitely a good team, but they're just not. I don't think they're a playoff team for sure. Like, and yeah, I don't think. I don't think either. anyone's talking about that, or at yeah, least they shouldn't. Number six, I think. Um, playoff playoff rankings come out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. So, or which would be Tuesday. So it'd be the same day this podcast, but we're recording on Monday. So yeah. that makes sense. Uh, also, LSU they got a, a D end. They they stole from A and M. He's pretty good. Can't remember his name, but he made some very good plays. He did. He did. Um, so do you want to hear my con- controversy? Yeah. Okay, so the field was frozen, okay? There's ice oh, all over the field. I saw that. And Arkansas's solution to take the ice off the field was to spray water on it. So you know what happens when you spray water on an icy field? What happens? It freezes. <laughs> oh, wow. Water makes ice. Yeah. So I believe that Arkansas did this on purpose to screw with LSU, who is a southern team. And Arkansas is just a tad bit north of them. But, you know, you get my point. So you can either chalk this up as two things, malicious intent or Arkansas education. Which one do you think it is? I think it's just bad groundskeeping. <laughs> so Arkansas education. Yes. Well, um, was it hot water or was it just like sprinkler water? I don't know. That's just the report I saw. Okay. Either way, that hot water does cool off and eventually becomes <laughs> lower than freezing ice. temperatures. Yeah. And so I, I think it's just probably the Arkansas education. <laughs> I think it's malicious intent. Arkansas uh, turf manager had a hefty. Wager on the game. This is all speculation. I have no idea. But that is why I did not cover my LSU pick, and I'm frustrated because LSU could not run on a frozen tundra. Yes. It's like that one, uh, the Raiders and the uh, who they play. Bengals? Ice Bowl? Yes, the Ice Bowl. Something like that. It was the Ice Bowl with the ice and field. Yeah. The freaking Bengals or no, it was, it was uh, the Browns. It was the Giants. It wasn't the Giants. Because they got the basketball shoes out. No, that was a different game we watched. Oh, okay. But we'll, we'll look it up. Well, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Either way, but Ice Bowl. Ice Bowl 2.0, and uh, it screwed with Arkansas, and that's why we didn't cover. So that one's got an asterisk next to it the rest of the year. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll move on. Bama 30, Ole Miss 24. We both had Bama minus 12. That did not go well. Like you said, Bama's definitely having a down year. Definitely rebuilding year, even though they'll probably be worse next year because we're losing Bryce Young. He's the only one on their team that's actually keeping them afloat. Yeah. So uh, Alabama and the rolling Bryce Youngs um, win a close one against Ole Miss. Jackson Dart had one last chance at like fourth and ten from the 20. Could not complete the pass. So Bama survives another week, even though they didn't survive last week. So that doesn't make any sense. But um, thoughts on Bama? 
Uh, I think they're pretty weak as far as Bama usually goes. My ultimate fear is K-State plays them in a bowl game. Uh, I think Nah, that, you'll win because they only show up for the playoff. That's fair. Do you think Bryce Young sits out for that? Eh, no. I hope he does. I would hope so, too. He's got to go to the draft, man. Make or that he money could carry him. on the tradition of the starter for Bama being out for the bowl game, and then the backup comes in and plays really well. Roast, so, roast some Wildcat. Yeah. We'll get into the Wildcats but, uh, later. I'm excited. I don't know. I mean, Bryce Young is really the only consistent offensive player, I feel yeah. like. The running back uh, did not have a good game. No. The run game was bad. Yep. Their defense is a little sus, especially by Bama standards. And they gave up 49 points to Tennessee. And... 24 to Ole Miss, which isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> but for an Alabama team, yeah, it's not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, you got to respect Ole Miss after this game. They showed a lot of fight. A couple calls didn't go their way. A couple plays. Defense was pretty good, honestly. They forced some turnovers for the most part. Yeah. But, I mean, they played better than I thought they would, for sure. So I respect that. I still think Ole Miss is suspect. I don't really have anything to say about Ole Miss, really. I mean, I think Lane Kiffin's building something, but I think he leaves us here to go to Auburn. So Interesting. Yep, Lane Kiffin to Auburn. Heard it here first. All right. I'm just kidding. I've heard it a lot of places. That's a speculation. Though. Yeah. So, who knows? Um, no, I think I think Auburn hires Cadillac Williams to be their full-time coach. Really? Interesting. He's got that program going. You see how rowdy they were for a game between three and sixteen. Auburn's boost, boosters are very toxic, and I think they want to like a slam dunk hire. I don't think they hire Cadillac Williams. That's fair. I would. I'm just saying, like, I think if you're a normal program, you you do you give the interim coach like a two year deal or something like that, just to see what he does. But because um, it's Auburn and they're toxic, they <laughs> they they bring in some big shot like. Like Tom Herman or something like that. You know? <laughs> like <they're> Urban Meyer. <laughs> or, yeah, like or like an Urban Meyer type of character. Like Hugh Freeze or someone like that. Yeah. So like they bring in someone that's like a big name that's just like got their name ran through the mud or something like that. <laughs> and Auburn fans don't care because as long yeah. as they win, it's okay. But as soon as they have a losing team, they fire them. So, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's just, just the Auburn that's way. That's just the Auburn way. They still got to play pay off Brian Harson for the next like four years, so good for them. Good for Brian Harson making that money, not coaching. He was a Boise State coach at one point. Did you know that? Oh yeah, yeah. He was yeah, and he had before. that scandal with uh, that girl. Oh, did he did? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know that? Huh? Yeah, big scandal. Are you sure you're not thinking she of Hugh Freeze? No, I'm thinking of Brian Harson because I remember I saw it on the web. The web. There's a Boise State cheerleader. That he was allegedly having an affair with while he was at Boise State. And then he went to Auburn, and she graduated and immediately got a job as a special assistant at Auburn. Uh, I'm not commenting on this, so okay, <laughs> that's my stance. All right, let's move on. UCF and Tulane. Um, yes, UCF, they won. Sorry, I got lost in my notes. UCF wins 38-31 to over Tulane. UCF honestly dominated this game. Um, the score is close, but UCF controlled most of the game. Tulane had a second-half push to come back. They, I believe they had a chance at the end, but, I mean, UCF, they got it done. Like, they surprised me. Um, UCF on the road hadn't been good this year. I think this is their second road win? Yeah, second road win on the road. They, they beat Memphis last week, and now it's the, they beat Tulane. So I think they're getting it done on the road. I'm not going to fade UCF on the road anymore. That's the only reason I picked UCF this week. I didn't feel like they did 
they exceeded expectations against Memphis, but, you know, they got it done. So I will be off the UCF road fade from now on. I'll be actually picking to see who is the better team moving forward. Dirt Granite, Tulane had looked good up until this point. Um, don't run. They fought hard. Um, they just couldn't. They just, I don't know. They just couldn't convert their downs. They were getting off the field. Um, their first drive, the quarterback threw two dimes to the receivers, and they dropped it. So, Tulane just like, you know what I mean? I think it was just one of those games where they just like, you know how you kind of come out and you get shell-shocked because yeah. you're not used to being in that situation? It was kind of like that. And then when they realized, oh, we could play with these guys, they started to come back. It was just like too little, too late. So, yeah. yeah. Those are pretty much my thoughts as well. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, UCF, they lost to ECU. And they have two losses, correct? UCF? Yeah. Um, let me double check that. Because um, I'm, th- I mean, like. They've lost to. God, who did they lose to earlier in the year? They beat Sensi, so it's not mm-hmm. Sensi. God, who did they lose to? I they they lost a non-conference game for sure. Because I mean, they only have two losses, and one of them is at ECU. I think they're better than what. You're right, ECU, and drumroll, please. Louisville. Louisville. Louisville's looking good, so that's a good loss. Yeah. And they only lost by six to Louisville. So, so I think that UCF might be better than what the polls give them credit for. And ECU plays phenomenal at home. I think yeah. ECU's a really talented team. And we'll get into ECU here shortly, but um, ECU should have won this week. Scandal. Right, they should have. Yeah, Scandal. we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, good job, UCF. Um <laughs> We'll, I, we'll get to who they play next week when we do our look ahead. We'll move on to TCU 17 over Texas 10. They beat Texas 17 to 10. As I said, Texas was a seven point favorite. We both rode TCU. We both got that dub. Yeah, this was a stinky game. This was a stinky game. Three to zero at the halftime. Quinn Ewers, more like Quinn Sewers. Oh, boy. He's not very good. You don't think so? I think he. I mean, he's a young quarterback. I think he's got time to develop. I mean, look at Will Howard. Will Howard. You know what I mean? Looked horrible his freshman year. And uh oh, Chad's going to the notes. What's he doing here? I'm scared. Looking how old? Because Quinn Ewers is a transfer. You know that, right? Uh, yes, but he's a redshirt freshman right now. This was his. Uh, I think this is still his freshman year. He redshirted because he went to Ohio State. Originally, so oh, he's he is a redshirt freshman. Okay, I thought he was older. No, why do good. Texas fans want Arch Manning so bad already? Then? I know, I don't understand. It's a weird. It's a we- They're gonna have a weird quarterback dynamic here in two yeah. years because Ewers will still be there. Um, does he get it going? Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but if, I, if I think I'm he develops Quinn better. Ewers, I think he develops. Better. I think he could be a lot better as as time goes on for him in college. I, um, but if I mean honestly, if I'm Quinn Ewers and Texas is sold on. Arch Manning is going to come in and start day one. I'm hitting the transfer portal. I I'm agree. not doing that again. I agree. <laughs> can you hit the transfer portal twice? I don't know how I much. I think you can. Okay, good for him. Um, I'm going to switch the conversation over to TCU because TCU was impressive in this win. They did not knock out the quarterback. They played impressive defense without knocking out the quarterback, like I said. Um, yeah, Quinn Ewers survived. held DeJoin Mustard Robinson. No. Bijan Robinson, that's yeah. it, uh, to minimal efforts. So good job on that front for TCU's defense. That was an impressive win. 
Um, their offense obviously only put up 17 points, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Texas's defense is pretty gnarly. So, you know what I mean? Their day of reckoning will come. Um, I, You know what I mean? I hope TCU goes undefeated to the Big 12 Championship for personal reasons. But <laughs> get a little bit of a revenge game going there, potentially. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, you know what I mean? Good, good win for TCU. Um, I needed TCU to beat Texas so that um, K-State could get back into second place. So... Good, good on them. So, good job, TCU. Good win for the Horned Frogs. Um, Max Duggan, thoughts? He's all right. Yeah. That's, yeah. He, <laughs> he played good. He played good. He didn't make any costly mistakes. Um, I think uh, Texas, their only touchdown was on a fumble six, correct? I think so. Yeah. Their only fumble <laughs> was a, uh, their only touchdown was a fumble six. Let me double check that. But, um yeah, so good for good for TCU because we watched the majority of this game. Whenever TCU went up seventeen to three, we kind of switched it over something else because it was seventeen three in the fourth quarter. But yeah, I saw Texas had scored. I was like, how they scored? And so I had to look it up, and I just can't remember. So, yep, forty eight yard fumble return. So <laughs> forty eight yard fumble return. So I was correct on that. So Texas's offense only put up three points. With the firepower of Quinn Ewers and Join Robinson. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. K-State, how'd you lose that game? <laughs> so It happens. <laughs> yeah, it does happen. Moving on. Uh, do you have anything else on that game? No, it's just pretty... Steve Sarkeesian, hot seat? Uh, I think I'd say it's warm. I'd say you gotta I, have a good yeah. you gotta have a good year you next year. You have to have a good closeout to the year. If he, you have to beat Kansas next yeah. week. We'll talk yeah. about that later, but you you probably need to finish out this year pretty strong and also mm-hmm. have a good start next year to avoid that very, very warm seat. I'd say it's warm. It's like lukewarm right now. It's yeah. like it went from it's cold up. to like it's like you put warm. in your leftovers in the microwave and you put them in for not enough time, so they're just kinda like Eh, you know, you mm-hmm. could eat them if you want, but you shouldn't. You I, should put it back in the microwave for a while. See, I I had a Buffalo Wild Wings leftovers today, <laughs> and um, I put it in for just 30 seconds, okay? And it wasn't, like, hot. It wasn't, like, steaming hot or anything. It was just, like, you know, warm. Just, just did you warm. put a paper towel over no, it? No, I did not. You have to. Well, I, I just did warm. I, it was just warm, and so they tasted good. You know what I mean? I didn't overcook him or anything. And that's exactly what uh, his seat is. It's like a leftover yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings wing. It's just okay. warm. Yeah, just all warm. right. Just warm. Moving on. We are moving on to OU and West Virginia. This was an incredible finish by West Virginia. They win it 23-20. to 20. OU is an eight-point favorite. You had OU, the mighty Sooners. I had West Virginia. First time West Virginia beats OU when they're both members of the Big 12. First time West Virginia has ever beaten OU since 2008. That was the Fiesta Bowl between West Virginia and OU. Um, thoughts on your Oklahoma Sooners over there, Chad, that you rode this week? I hate both of these teams. <laughs> A little the analysis? West Virginia won't stay dead. They just won't. If I'm a West Virginia fan, I'm one, a little upset about this. One week, one week they look like the worst team in college football. And then the next, you're like, oh, this is a bowl team. It's Morgantown Magic, baby. I hate them. And I hate Oklahoma because Oklahoma decided to play their best game of the season against Kansas and then drop stinkers the rest of the way. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, this is, I hate these guys. I don't want to talk about either of these teams. I don't want to pick them for the rest of the year because I just despise them. West Virginia went with their backup quarterback who provided dual threat. I watched um, a couple of drives with him. He's actually pretty good. I don't know his year status or anything. I don't know much about him. I just noticed he was running the ball. I was like, why is JT uh, Daniels running the ball? Like, he normally doesn't do that. And <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, wait, hey, uh, that's a different guy. Different guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looked energetic. He brought right. it, He brought some new life to this yeah. team. He brought a lot of new brought life new to L- this team. JT Daniels is not really a runner. The run game so. was not good all year, and they finally got it going with this uh, dual threat guy. So good for good on them. Good adjustment went by in, Neil Brown. Went in on the last second field goal. Um, <laughs> you're giving Neil Brown some <laughs> good good switch. New all right. So if you're West Virginia, okay, and let's say you beat K State this weekend, okay, this coming weekend. Do you keep with Neil Brown, or what do you do? <laughs> I think a better question is uh, if you make a bowl game. Would you got to beat K-State to do you it? you got to beat K-State. I think if they make a bowl game. Who did they play last week? Oklahoma State, right? I don't know who they played last I week. I think we talked about this out, out in the living Iowa room. State. Uh, is it? Uh, no. Last week, correct? You're talking about West Virginia. They played Iowa State last week. No, I'm talking about the last week of the season. Oh, um... Pretty Shoot. sure they play Oklahoma State because we talked about this about 20 minutes ago. I know. I, I think you're right. I think they do play Oklahoma State. And I say you just give him a monster extension. Oh, God, no. You do not do yes, that. Yes, you do, so everyone else can keep getting free wins. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, they do play Oklahoma State. You are correct. So. Extend that man. No, do not. I mean, if you're West Virginia, I, I like West if Virginia. If I'm a West Virginia fan, even if they make a bowl, I don't want Neil Brown back. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't be wrong. I think he's like a 7 and 5, 8 and 4 I, ceiling. That's it. Like, I think his max is probably 7 and 5. Like you said, maybe you squeak out a lucky win against a good team. Question is, how is his recruiting? I don't know. I like, have no idea. I don't so, know what their class rank is. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I just I, I think it's just time for West Virginia to move on. And unfortunately this makes us very complicated. This win does. It's the first time <laughs> that West Virginia's beat OU since 08. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, they weren't I even sh- members of the Big Twelve then. So. Be consistently good or bad. That's all I ask. Don't do this switcheroo. To be fair, they are being consistent, okay? They're good at home, bad on the road. Alright, fair enough. That, that's all I gotta say about that. All they right. brought up Undefeated Kansas team to overtime. Good on them. They <laughs> oh, and they were one and zero. They beat Baylor in Morgantown. They beat OU in Morgantown. They're going to beat K State in Morgantown next week. It's a trap game for K State. I'm already fading them. <laughs> I'm going to keep fading K State the rest of the year because they keep winning. So good on them. <laughs> All right. Any, any last thoughts? No. Okay. Moving on. Iowa State 14, Oklahoma State 20. We both wrote Iowa State. Spencer Sanders did play in this game. We he both split, were not. He really split his snaps with Gunner Gundy. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, well. Neither of them played good <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Oklahoma State should have just ridden with who they played against Kansas. I disagree with that. Spencer Sanders healthy. You play him. Well, he threw 13 passes, and Gunner Gundy threw, like, 15. So if he's healthy, sure, put him out there. But if you're splitting snaps with Gunnar Gundy, it's kind of concerning to me. Now, I don't know. I couldn't catch this game. I don't know if he played in the first or the second half because he had he did throw a touchdown. He had 84 yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. in the time he did play 
versus Gunnar Gundy, who had his Spencer touchdown. Sanders has been playing great all year, though, and then he got injured. So, yeah. like, I mean, it just depends on if he's healthy. If he's 100%, you play Spencer Sanders. I don't know, maybe no he tweaked his, soul, his shoulder. I don't know. But he tweaked his soul. <laughs> yeah, tweaked his soul. He's hurt the soul. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of a stinky game. I Iowa State. I, I agree. I think, you, I think I would have rested Spencer Sanders one more week for Bedlam this week. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. Like, um, Oklahoma State, they finally got it turned around. Winning is contagious. So, who knows? Maybe they pick up a win against Oklahoma next week. I don't know. Yeah, that Iowa State offense is just Yeah, they're struggling. (laughs) They're struggling. I I, I was surprised Oklahoma State put up 20 points in this game. Um, I thought this would be like a 17-14 game with whoever wins it, wins it. I don't know. It was almost 17-14. I know. 20-14. you know, I mean, that's just hindsight. So, oh well. You know, I I don't regret this pick just because Iowa State's been like I won't say hot, but you get my point. They've strung together. I think they got a win last week. So they it's won just last like, week. They've been competitive in literally every single. Yeah, game. they're they're competitive a, in every so game. It's so. probably just it's frustrating. I think to be an Iowa State so, fan right now. Iowa State's last game of the year is at home against TCU. They're gonna win. You think so? Iowa State's winning that game. I'm gonna put it in now. Mm. I, I think so. I I, I want to lean that way too. That of course, is the that's exact not this type of game. They beat that Oklahoma State. State. Remember, they beat loves to play. <laughs> they beat 11 and 0 Oklahoma State. I don't remember what year it was. Whatever Oklahoma State had a chance at the championship. Yep. yep. National championship. Oklahoma not State just was, the Big Twelve. <laughs> Oklahoma State was 11 and 0. Well, they did. Well, Oklahoma State already clinched the Big Twelve at that point, I believe. Oh, uh, was that when we? That was when. That was after they did away with the Big Twelve championship game, right? Yes, this was yeah, during okay. the years that the Big Twelve championship game did not exist. Sad time. Very that, that, that dark era times. sucked. Dark times. Um, and Iowa State won that game, so it's like the perfect trap game. Like this is why Iowa State exists for that perfect trap game. I, I I'm taking the clones two weeks from now. The clones. Yeah. What's the clones? Cyclones. Oh. <laughs> I thought you like making a Star Wars no. reference or something. <laughs> anyway, I don't have much else on this. All right, that's fine. KU 28, Texas Tech 43. You got to you got to end bean time. Bean time. I'm sorry. On. It's it's no, it won't actually. You got to bowl eligible. It won't go on. You know why? That controversy. Keep you it going. You know why? Why is that? Because Jalen Daniels is back against Texas. Mm. He is healthy. The decision to play is literally his. That's the report coming out of KU right now. He Can is one hundred percent. I don't know. I need to look up the rule. I uh, if I was I Daniels, beg I, him not like listen. I want as much Jalen Daniels as I am allowed average. to have. Better than average. You're already bowl eligible. Jason Bean can play out his last games. Um, I'm tired of watching a Jason Bean offense in which, in one drive, they look like an unstoppable juggernaut, and then the next, they can't string three plays together. So, you're scoring 28 points with your backup quarterback. You probably score another uh, touchdown if Jason Bean doesn't get strip-sacked on that one drive, which I don't think is his fault. You know what I mean? That's just all the oh, line. so <laughs> infuriating. <laughs> Do you credit that to Jason Bean's fault or no? I mean... Of course, you don't. He has to feel the pressure better than what he did on yeah. that play, and he, or he has to get the ball out. So you're scoring almost thirty he, points he, on the road with your backup quarterback. Um, Texas Tech for the first two drives ran HB dive down Kansas's throat, could not stop them. So I credit. I mean, I'm not blaming the. I no, I know. Them. I'm just saying that. Here's what I have written down: KU offense equals good. 
Defense, bad in all caps. Special teams, also bad. Yeah, you also guys also had two missed field goals, correct? Yeah, because Borchella can't kick a ball between two posts, even though he gets his school paid for it to do so. Dang, that's a little harsh on whoever that guy was. Yeah. Sorry, I don't like being mean to college kids, especially because I'm not a college kid anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was still in college, I could be mean about it, but yeah. I'm not. And I never played you for could a go D1 back to college program. I could. Go back, Chad. Should I? Yes. Okay. You're uh, right. but overall, You've announced your unretirement of college. Yeah, I'm coming back. More money to tuition. <laughs> um, overall, I felt like this game for KU was like very winnable in general. I mean, we were down 24-7, and then we came back. We had a chance to be tied going into halftime if it were not for two missed field goals. But still, I mean, we only scored seven points in the second half. If we had a big play, it would get negated by a penalty. Missed tackles, blown coverages. I mean, come on, you know? <laughs> I mean, how many yards does Bijan Robinson run against Kansas next? Probably week? 300. 300? Yeah. I think he at least gets two or three touchdowns. I don't think KU can stop him. <laughs> but if Jalen Daniels is back, then they can stop him. The defense will stop yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> Jalen Daniels will play defense. They get that. They get that. They get that. It is in Lawrence. I didn't realize that. It is in Lawrence. I thought it was in uh, that's a big. That's a big advantage now, actually. Mm. Because, you know. Tear down the goalpost. Um, goalpost gone. Oh, we probably will if we beat Texas at home. <laughs> if we... Um, I got a question for you real quick before yeah. you make that point. Um, uh, KU fan, I know, wants it to become a tradition that every time KU wins a game, even if they go undefeated, they, they win 12 games in a season, they want a tradition that KU always storms the field. No. Yeah, I agree. Because that's what Clemson does, and I think that's corny. Clemson does that? I didn't know that. They call it meet at the paw. So every time they win at home, they their student section storms the field, and they just go to midfield and jump around, and then they, then they leave. Oh, I didn't know that. And I just think that kind of takes the allure out of field storming. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. So, oh, But yeah. back to my point yeah, back about to home point. field Sorry advantage. There was a, a coach in the early point in the season – when the booth was sold out, who said that they that his team was actually not prepared for the crowd noise because they were playing Kansas, and they just didn't expect it. Was so it, was it Duke? I think it was TCU. Sonny Dykes. I think it, like, it wasn't a head coach; it was like an assistant oh, coach. Oh, okay, okay. They don't who, know who was just talking to. They don't know anything. Gary Patterson's an assistant coach, not of TCU, but <laughs> with Texas. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? That's, no, my, that's my I I don't know. I think the booth is a Colin legitimate. Colin Klein's an assistant coach for crying out loud. I think it's a legitimate home field advantage, though. No. Fair enough. All right. So, we'll see. I don't have anything else to say about this. Uh, nope. Stop making dumb mistakes. Right. Win football games. Kansas State beating Baylor 31-3. Did not expect that. Um, I figured this would either... I don't know what I was expecting of this game. Like a 28-14, 21-24, 28. You know what I mean? I just I expected it to be kind of like a, a run-heavy game because Martinez was supposed to be back. Martinez gets injured. Will Howard comes in, and they beat the, the Sox off of Baylor. Crazy game. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Uh, this was uh, exhilarating. I bet Baylor this game. Um, cause I, I'm just an auto fade K State this year, cause I'm two and zero fading K State, and that right. trend will continue for me. 
I bet Baylor because K-State had not won in Waco since 2010. That is or true. 2008 or something. They uh, ruined Colin Klein's undefeated season. Yeah. Uh, K-State went 11-1 that year, and then they lost to Oregon, so they went 11-2. But but I, <laughs> I tell you what, Deuce Vaughn is saucy. He's something. He's saucy. See that stutter Howard? step? pretty elite yeah the full speed stutter step mm. that was crazy that was crazy uh and then shapen is bad yeah shapen's not good that is definitely and baylor is who fire. we thought they were which is not which is a good team not a great team martinez out four to six weeks um so he's out for the rest of the season uh including will the howard team welcome to Non red shirt. <laughs> he might be back for the Big Twelve Championship game now and thinking about it, but I'm guessing that they're, gonna, still they're gonna be like, Oh, him. he's questionable and they won't play him. Um I th- he might come back for the bowl game. Excuse me. Excuse me again. Um I don't know how I feel about that. Because like on one hand, Will Howard will be a senior next year and it might be his last year. He might have a COVID year. I need to look that up. So it could be Will Howard's last year next year, and we wasted a season, you know what I mean, where he had to come in off the bench. However, he's played great off the bench, so credit to Will Howard. Yeah, it's just um, it's an interesting time for K-State. Um, they look so much better with Will Howard. I don't know why. You know what I mean? Like, Because even the defense plays better when Will Howard's playing quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a weird situation. So, yeah, I don't – like – well, Howard's the guy for now. Um, you know what I mean? If he has a bad game, then who knows? Maybe we throw Martinez back in there. Obviously, he's injured for the next couple of weeks. So, you know, we're not putting in Jake Rubley, so we're rolling with Will Howard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good job, K-State. This was actually a pretty boring game. Yeah, um, we, was. we kind of switched off of this uh, whenever K-State got up by the amount that they did. Um, after that deuce spawn touchdowns, when we kind of checked out of it. Yeah. So, um, you know. There's that. But, yeah, um, K-State lost Martinez, like we said, and they also lost Kobe Savage. He's done for the year. Um, I think he tore his shoulder or something. I, I, I need to look it up. He tore a ligament somewhere. So, Savage is done. He was our best uh, defensive back. He had three interceptions, a forced fumble, and, like, 52 tackles. He was a stud. But So, that's a big loss. Um, he is a junior, so he'll be back next year no matter what. So, or I mean, unless he goes pro, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think he goes pro. I mean, who knows? Like, like if he has a great game, great year next year, maybe he will go pro. But I'm just saying, I'm not commenting on his pro status. I'm just yeah. saying he, he should be back next year. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. Hopefully, Savage can, you know, come back next year and be the force he was this year. Um, Martinez, I hope his leg heals up and everything. I don't wish him any ill will, but I'm excited for some Will Howard time. Um, I'm glad that the quarterback controversy is kind of like silenced because of <laughs> Martinez's injury. I don't wish an injury upon anybody, but you know, you get my point. So, yeah. Anyways, any last thoughts on this game, Chad? Give For- me a full game of Will Howard versus TCU in the Big 12 team. I know. I'd love to see that. Um, K State just has to win out. They're in their own destiny. Or Texas has to lose next week or Baylor. So K State can go one and one. Or no, I think if Texas loses any time, then K State automatically clinches. Wait, no, I think they K State still has to win one more game. Okay. So against somebody. So hopefully. Well, we'll see if we can help you out. I uh, I'm rooting for those Jayhawks this week. All right. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um, moving on. ECU twenty five, Cincinnati twenty seven. 
This was played on Friday. Cincinnati's a six-point uh, favorite, so we did cover this. Um, so it was a win. Uh, I was heavy on ECU this game. ECU was looking good. Um, Cincinnati, their first three touchdowns were by 50 yards or more. So, like, their first three scores were huge plays. They had a kick return and then, like, a quick slant over the middle on third and 10 for 50 yards. And, yeah, it was just one of those games where, like, ECU let up three big plays, and that was the majority of their points right there. And um, ECU finally crawled back in the game. They were coming back, and then they did a – they put their their best – offensive player they're running back out on a fly route or a streak route or whatever you want to call it and he got speared by the strong safety instantly knocked or he got he got knocked out like obvious concussion and everything so knocked out ECU's best player ECU did end up scoring on that drive that was called targeting so I'm not like yelling for controversy or anything I'm just saying he got speared they lost their best offensive weapon they couldn't move the ball after that whatsoever so um, Cincinnati did end up scoring to win the game. Very sad. So, yeah, that's what I got to say about that. I think if uh, Mitchell plays the rest of the game, I think that's his last name, Mitchell. So ECU's running back. That's really good. Um, I think ECU should have won that game. But, you know what I mean, injuries happen. Yeah. I wish they wasn't malicious intent. Or I, I don't. It didn't look like a play with malicious intent. It was just like one of those strong safeties come over the top and just like – it's a hard hitter guy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm upset about the result, but ECU played good. I feel like if they were they stayed healthy the whole game, they would have won. Um yeah, that's all I really gotta say. They kinda got screwed on a pass interference call late in the game. Where there should have been a pass interference call, there wasn't one. Yeah, that's that. Um upsetting result for ECU, but they did cover. I still am riding with the spirit of ECU. We believe in the pirates. Yes. In the power of ECU. Exactly. Those are exactly my thoughts. So, um, yeah. Any thoughts on this game, Chad? I don't know if you watched or not. That's why I kind of went into detail with it. I've I've seen the light, and since he just is not not that good. So, yeah. Where is a where is their stadium located? Is it in Utah by any chance? Because that is just like it, it was just a weird game where ECU. I felt like ECU dominated that whole game, but since you just somehow won, are it you was making just, a reference to Utah Magic? Utah Magic, okay. yes, yes. It's just that Utah Magic, just like that Morgantown Magic. There's like just random spots around the nation where there's just that uh, that like you know what I mean? aura, that aura of a home field advantage. And Nippert Stadium right now has got the long, uh, the second longest home winning streak. Really? Yes. <laughs> so yeah. All right. But, yeah, I mean, also, ECU is better than I think I gave them credit for. They're a good football team. I like what they got going on. And, uh, I mean, yeah, looks like a good game. I didn't catch much of it, but... uh, It was a really good game. I just wish ECU could have gotten a field goal range to kick a field goal, even though they don't have a field goal kicker. So, um, sad day. This was my money line play, so I'll have to go ahead and take my shot. Spirit of ECU, riding on. <laughs> Woo! ECU is a clap, force clap, at home. Clap, 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 clap. ECU is a force at home, so they need to get home next week. Well, maybe a look-ahead game that we're covering. So, <laughs> we'll see. All right, moving on. Temple 36, Houston 43. I had Houston minus 20, 
Did not pan out. You had Temple, so good job Woo! on this game. Let's go, Owls. Houston's <laughs> defense is horrible. They gave they up cannot stop a leaky faucet. They're horrible. <laughs> that defense sucks. And I think that's their ultimate downfall for the year. Their offense has looked good for most of the year. And, like, they're pretty consistent. You know, they have some lapses, as does every college team. Um, but that defense is just – I think their defense might be worse than Kansas's, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It's, it's horrific. The defense is not good. Uh, I think this is Temple's high for points this year. Um, God dang. Yeah, I, I really thought Houston would win this game like 35 to like 14. Like, I didn't think Houston would play good, but I just figured they'd at least, you know what I mean, they could at least hold Temple under two scores, you know what I mean, <laughs> or three scores, and respect, they did not. Respect my owls. Hoot. When did you Hoot. become a Temple fan? I'm not a Temple fan. I was going to say, I was like, where did that come You just from? picked against them. Okay, whatever. Well, I don't have anything else I don't to have say. Anything else either. Um, Purdue 31, Illinois 24. <laughs> Illinois is a six and a half point come favorite. On. This is just the Big Ten West. Like, This is just such a Big Ten. All right, so Purdue gets blown out by a physical Iowa team, and they play a better physical Illinois team, and so I'm like, oh, well, you know. Well, it's because Illinois has got a funny number next to the name. That's why Purdue won. Funny number? They're ranked. Oh, I don't have the ranking right down. They were 24. That's a funny number. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I think this is just a weird game. <laughs> like, I, I was not I think, expecting this. I think result. the funniest thing was Illinois running back scoring a touchdown and then hitting the Heisman pose to make it 14-14. And I think that I feel like personally that's something that I would only do if I were up a very comfortable margin. And I would not do it in a game in which I have a chance to end up losing that game. Yeah. So... Purdue's like one of the most inconsistent teams. I don't. Know. I they're they're they either, they're getting on my bad bad list. They're, they right either now. like poop the bed or they like you know win a close. Like, I picked good them. Game. I picked them against Wisconsin and Iowa. They lost both games, and then I picked Illinois, and they win. They're getting on my bad list. They're up there with West, West Virginia and Houston right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't have much to say about this because I wasn't expecting this result. Like I, I looked at that score and I was just like, what? like I'm a, like I cheer for Purdue. They're like my Big Ten team, and I'm just like, why are you winning this game? <laughs> you should not be winning this game. So still, um, Illinois, Iowa, Purdue, all still alive for the Big Ten West. Wisconsin's still alive. Um, who else is still alive? Minnesota's still alive. Oh, my God. Yes. Everyone but Nebraska and Northwestern is still alive for the Big Ten West. Um, <laughs> of the percentages, I think Iowa has the most percentages to make it to the Big Ten West at this point. So there's that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. This this half of the conference is insane. Iowa, I will say this about Iowa. They We don't have them on our list. I'm going to talk about them real quick while we're talking about these two garbage Big Ten teams. Um, Iowa has put up, I think, 33 and 24 their past two weeks. Yeah, their offense is weirdly looking like competent. I know. And you know what I mean? If Iowa gets hot at the right time, wins the Big Ten West, let's say Michigan wins, all right, in Ohio State, I think that's a game. I think I really think that's a game. 
I think Iowa still loses. Like, I'm not trying to say yeah. upset, but like, do you imagine an Iowa redemption arc yes. in the middle of the season that yes. where they go like eight and four, beat Michigan, yeah, win whatever bowl they get put in? Uh, what's his name? Petrus throws three touchdowns Petra. in the Big Twelve, yeah. Big Ten championship to win. <laughs> win Ferentz, the, the Ferentz father and son duo stays <laughs> on. I, that would piss Iowa fans off. I think. Genuinely, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's no. One I the, think most Iowa fans kind of just want him gone. Like at this point, it's one of those things. Like Bill Snyder had his sons as coordinators, but it was like the special teams. It's, it's, so it's like, uh, you it's know. like, all right. And, and the, the special, I feel like your special Case teams are always pretty teams good. Were always good. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't Sean matter. Snyder freaking coaches special teams up. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It was one of those things that's just like. It only it, when it when it works it's working, but when it's not working it does not look good. No. <laughs> so um, we'll see. But yeah, I don't know what to say about the Big Ten West. It's gonna be enjoyable writing it out. I I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna cover the Iowa game next week. I don't know who they play, but we're gonna start covering Big Ten West games just to engulf ourselves in this chaos. In the chaos, yes, so, I agree. Engulf, embrace the chaos. Um, right. On the opposite side of the Big Ten. Big Ten East. The East. A little bit of East My action. My Big Ten team lost 30 to nothing. Luckily, I predicted this, however. And did, you predict, fact, did you think it would be this bad? I thought they might lose by three scores. I didn't think they would lose by 30. Like, I thought they might lose by 17 to 20. Points. I didn't think they'd get shut out. That was my No, prediction. that was the surprising thing to me as well. Maryland, for the most part, Maryland's offense hasn't looked terrible this year. But again, against physical teams, they're just outmatched. Uh, fun fact. Penn State holds a 42-3 to advantage in this series with one tie. That doesn't surprise me. Um, for some reason, Penn State fans just really hate Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why. I guess a few years ago, Maryland didn't shake their hand or something. Um, it's like Baker Mayfield in Kansas. Yeah, I mean, at least Kansas can now compete with Oklahoma. That's fair. So, I mean... I don't even think Maryland was good the year they did that. So, well, not that Kansas was any good the year they did it too. So, mm-hmm. both of my teams here have very startling similarities, <laughs> and it's pretty frustrating at this yeah. point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say. Maryland's. How I mean, did Talia play this game? Yeah. Or? Oh. My my girlfriend always predicts that Maryland will collapse in the second half of the season because they always do. Yeah, and I said, no, this year they look better. They might not do that because they played Michigan fairly yeah. close away from home at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, and now they are falling apart. I remember so, a couple weeks ago you said, watch out for that Maryland-Penn State That was game. like a month ago. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was when... I said four weeks ago and you said a month you ago. You said two weeks ago. I said four weeks. You said a couple. I guess we'll listen to the podcast yeah, we and will. We'll figure it out. I, I have no idea. Honestly. I already I forgot. Honestly, <laughs> don't um, but yeah, that was when... I said that when Maryland had one loss... To Michigan before they played Purdue and got screwed out of a win, by the way. Uh, so that was a fair point at that point in time because every game up to this point looked winnable for them. I thought they would beat Wisconsin because Wisconsin looked like doo doo. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, okay. okay moving on to Nevada, Boise. All right. Nevada. This was a snow game. Nevada 3, Boise 41. Um, we had Boise. Boise. Yeah, 
All right, the so we watched a six nine. We watched. All right, so this is the definition of purgatory. All right, we watched a Nevada Colorado State game, in the most, the most frustrating games of all time. I was getting so mad. Where the game was tied in the fourth quarter, and neither team could get a first down. Like they couldn't even move the ball. They like wouldn't even get a first down. They just kept trading field position from like the forty <laughs> yes. back to the other forty. And like, then, they just kept giving each other the ball. And in the same was 20 it Nevada or Colorado State that had a big Big play. Colorado State had a couple big plays. They just like they just check it down to their one big playmaker yep. in their receiving core. Mm-hmm. Their running back was not bad that game, but this guy in their receiving core, he would take the screen, he would get surrounded and run all the way across the field and get like twenty yards. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it was like a Dante Hall yeah. type of player. And then he that's how they got into field goal position and won the game because yep. the one guy was just like, I'll do it myself. So they also had to kick that field goal like three or four times yeah. because of timeouts and like false starts and offsides. And well yeah, first it was a false start. Yeah, it was just, they moved him back five yards and he missed. And then I think was what was it? Nevada <laughs> lined up offsides. Yeah. <laughs> And so they moved it up five yards, and then there's a timeout, and he missed that one, and then he made the one that actually counted. <laughs> and so it was just one of those things where he hit, like, I don't know, two or five field goals. In the uh, span of like, uh, one try? Yeah, in the span of one try. He hit two. That was probably the worst game I've ever seen, but <laughs> simultaneously the best. It's one of the most memorable for this yeah. podcast because I just, like, it wasn't even that I was betting Boise this game. I was just fading Nevada, <laughs> like, and it was hilarious. So, you know what I mean? Big on, uh, big ups to Boise. Um, they got a game that will decide the Mountain West next week. Who do they play? Well, it's in the look-ahead chat. Okay. So we'll figure it out. Um, so, yeah, good job, Boise. They win another Mountain West game. Haven't lost one, so good on them. Moving on. Rice 10, Western Kentucky 45. Chad uh, had me on Western Kentucky minus 13. The over did not hit. The over was 61, and there was 55 points scored, so I missed that one. But it doesn't count to a loss, so that's good because yeah. we are a spreads-only podcast. True. With one money line a week. But um, uh, when Western Kentucky released puts, uniforms. Hill puts Big Red on the helmet, it is an automatic dub. And you should immediately hammer whatever the spread is because they are now 2-0 with pretty commanding wins in the games in which Big Red is on the helmet. And I think you make it a permanent thing. So Marshall or at least a few times. Marshall put a bison on their helmet, did they? That's kind of cool. I kind of see that. They also put all the names of everyone that died in the plane crash. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to see if they won, because I'm actually curious now. Marshall are not in the conference USA. What conference is Marshall in? Sun Belt. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the Fun Belt. Sun Belt, Fun Belt. They did win 28-21 against Appalachian State. So, good on Marshall. All so, right. Um, alternate uniforms work for every team except for K-State. We are, I think, yep. 0-3 <laughs> in the past three years or something like that. Wearing alternate uniforms. So, there's that. Um yeah, I didn't watch this game. Did you watch it? No. Me neither. Okay. That's Move why on. my analysis is big red on helmet equals dub. All right. Well, I always bet against alternate uniforms. I don't know why because even when it's I play. It's because you're, you're a K-State fan. I, I am. Uh, also, whenever I do alternate uniforms on NCAA 14, they always, like, it always. I always That's do. true. When I, uh, when I was in Maryland. 
Yeah, when I was Maryland and I would wear alternate uniforms, I would lose. So I had to wear their stinky primary. I know, that's that's how I am with K-State as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I don't have anything else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, North Texas. 21. And UAB Alabama burning. 41. I don't know what happened this No, year. that's literally my analysis. I have WTF UNT question mark question mark. Because I have no I idea. Injuries. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm too lazy to actually look up the injury yeah. for North Texas. Like, if it's like Big 12, how, I will How look did up this every... occur? Yeah. That's I don't my know. my question. Um, anyway, Jason Bean should go back to North Texas. They really need a quarterback. Um, I think Jason Bean's uh, done after this year. He should go back to North Texas. He should now. be coached. That'd be funny. He should go now. Um, so yeah, North Texas is on my shit list. I think I'm gonna drop him from my slate moving forward. So there's that. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, why? Why only 21 points, North Texas? Score more. I thought your offense was good. I thought they were too. I think it was a uh, senior night in UAV, so maybe that played into effect. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. No. Um, San Jose State 27, San Diego State 43. This is Chad's money line. So go ahead and gloat. Go Aztecs. Home dogs um, are the rest of Joining the Pac-12, question mark? Maybe. Maybe. We have to see some things unfold. Okay. Maybe some new news coming out. I'll, I'll check in with my sources. All right. You, you'll check in with those sources. Uh, also, shout out to Connor, our friend Connor Kearns. Uh-huh. Good call. Nebraska, Michigan. Spread was 31. Michigan won by 31 points. I had it down at 31 and a half. Was it? I have, I have 31. So we would have lost that if uh, it was our pick. I have 31 written down. So maybe you're right because you're the one that announced it. So. Yeah. Anyway, good job, Connor. Nebraska's very bad. So that would have been a that would have been a push. Yeah. But I didn't actually bet it. So let's play my favorite game. Chad gets the guess the spread. Oh yeah. If the spread he gets wrong, you'll stick a shot. No. I'm just kidding. All right. All right. So we got start off with the Big 12. Okay. Okay. We're only doing Big 12 and newcomers. So. Kansas State at West Virginia. What do you think the spread is? Morgantown Magic, baby. I think it's minus 8.5 for K-State. 7.5 K-State. Real close. Okay. Um, TCU at Baylor. This is weird. This is a weird game. And the spread honestly surprised me. Is it closer or farther? I don't want to say that. Okay. I I think it's TCU minus 4. TCU minus 3. Ah, I was going to say that. Good there. Texas at Kansas. I think it's Texas minus seven and a half. Minus nine. Minus nine. That's a lot, That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points to leave on the board against the Jayhawks. Texas Tech at Iowa State. Texas Tech minus two and a half. Iowa State minus three and a half. Mm. I know. Interesting. Um, where are we at here? Oklahoma State at OU Bedlam. They don't do neutral site for this no, game. No, they do they? not. This is in Oklahoma, in Norman. In Norman? In Norman. Not Stillwater. That's Oklahoma okay. minus two and a half. OU minus seven and a half. Seven and a half? Seven and a half. Oh. I know. The spreads are weird this week. Ooh, uh, I kind of like that. Navy at UCF. UCF minus 15. 16 and a half. Well, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty close this week. I've a couple points. Um... So, oh, well, I guess we moved into newcomers, my yeah. friend. Uh, Houston at the state of East Carolina. I think it's ECU minus six and a half. Minus six. Ah, 
shoot. Probably on some sites you got six and a half correct, but uh, this, I'm just going off of ESPN. Um, Cincy at Temple. I'm going to go Cincy minus 18 and a half. Cincy minus 17. <laughs> Utah Tech at BYU. Utah Tech? <laughs> Utah Tech at BYU. Like, actually, Utah Tech. Utah what Tech. is their mascot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll pull it up. Well, you um, Does the mascot I mean, matter and factor in the spread? <laughs> no, I just want to know what it is. <laughs> Are they are they an FCS? They are FCS they school. Have they to, have to I be. Don't yeah, think they're, uh, they're not FBS. FBS. No way. <laughs> so for that fact, I'm gonna go BYU minus twenty four and a half. There was no spread for that game. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just wanted to get your reaction on who they played. Um, <laughs> I can't even find there's a mascot. Um, just type Utah Tech football. That's fair. I feel like it's going to oh, be I, like... I found it. I found it. Okay, what do you think it is? A Skyhawk. No. What is it? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's an NBA basketball mascot. Is it a bird? I don't think so. Is it an animal? Um, They are in the same division as the Oklahoma City Thunder. One more guess. Let's see. So it's in the Northwest Division. You have the Timberwolves, the Blazers, the Nuggets, and um, I can't think of who else is. Oh, the Jazz. And the Thunder. And the Thunder. <laughs> is it the Blazers? It is the Blazers. All right. It, but they're the Trail Blazers. Yeah. They, the Utah Tech is the Trail Blazers? They're the Trail Blazers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got to see their uniforms. Yeah. All right. Last one. Boise State at Wyoming. If Wyoming wins, they have the head-to-head against Boise State, and they would go to the Mountain West Championship if they won that. I think it's – what's Wyoming's record? Um, I think they've lost two or three games. I'll look it up. Because I think Boise is the better team, but if they're oh. close in record, then I think they might favor Wyoming at home. So I don't think it's a big spread. They can go Wyoming – Minus two and a half. Wyoming is seven and three. Same record as Boise. Okay. What'd you say again? Minus two and a half for Wyoming. Wyoming minus two and a half? Yeah. Boise minus 14. Yeah. What? Yeah. What might be betting Wyoming? I'm fading week. Boise this week. Or I, I probably will. Well, yeah. I guess we'll see. If Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I mean, they've probably played pretty similar schedules. Wyoming, I think, has been an underdog like every game this year. Like mo- the majority of their Mountain West games, they've been an underdog. Dang! I guess if, you were, they, if you were hitting Wyoming money lines, you'd probably doing pretty well. <laughs> remember, uh, they were a twenty-four up point underdog against Air Force, and they won the game. What? What does Vegas have something against Wyoming? Yeah, it's the state of Wyoming. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All the people that win money, they go, they move to Wyoming. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. anyway, that's surprising. That's the one. I, that was really the only one I was super far off on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Any closing announcements, Chad? No. Thank you for engaging. Thank you for sending us picks if you have. Mm-hmm. Um, big shout out to Connor. My friend Spencer sent a couple in. Um, I mean, keep keep listening. We appreciate all of your support. It helps our cold hearts turn warm in this time of frigidness. We will see you. Follow us on Twitter at Sunflower Spread No S. See you.